held in the hands of the goddess. We are held, we are held, we are held. We are loved in the heart of the goddess. We are loved, we are loved, we are loved. What in your life needs to heal? Is it something in your body? Is it in your thoughts or your feelings? Welcome to the Empowered Healer Show with your host, Dr. Susan Allison. Our program will present healing methods and ideas to help you change the challenging parts of your life and support the people who mean the most to you. Now, here is Dr. Susan Allison. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Empowered Healer Show. I'm Dr. Susan Allison. And I say this every week, but I am so glad you're here. I hope that you're feeling empowered this week, listening to your intuition, and noticing that things line up effortlessly when we do that. Actually, I had this happen recently. Someone was talking about forgiveness and how we need to forgive ourselves and others in order to feel healed. And... I said, oh, that's Ho'oponopono, and he looked at me sort of blankly because he didn't know the Hawaiian term, um, but it is about forgiveness, and it was a Hawaiian process I was taught years ago. Then a day later, I met Belinda Farrell, who was introduced to me, who teaches Ho'oponopono, and this forgiveness process is what we're gonna, one of the things we're going to talk about on the show today. So how is that for synchronicity, everything lining up perfectly? I feel the universe offers us so many gifts and doorways to walk through if we're just paying attention. I was lucky to have tea with Belinda recently, and she told me about her life and her practice and her teaching of Huna. I have listened to her beautiful CDs now of Hawaiian chants that are so soothing and healing. And uh, in fact, I gave away her CD about forgiveness to the person who was talking to me about it. And I need to get another one now, and I hope that you will too. And we'll find out about that later in the show. So in 1990, Belinda Farrell used the healing techniques and chants of Huna to actually heal herself from paralysis, a herniated disc, spinal nerve damage, and even scoliosis that she'd had since childhood. And she'll tell us how she did this on the show today. Belinda is also trained in reconnective healing, which she did in 2009 with Dr. Eric Pearl. And I'll just mention that he will be on my show on the 21st of June. So Brenda is also a master hypnotherapist, an NLP master practitioner, and she combines all of these skills and techniques to help her clients heal. She's a dynamic speaker and offers workshops on finding our joy, changing our stories, and learning to forgive the unforgivable. So look for her soon-to-be-published book, Find Your Friggin' Joy. I love that title. It's great. So let's welcome Brenda Farrell. Hi, I'm Brenda. Belinda. Hi, Belinda. Belinda I know. It's okay. <laughs> I, I just talked to someone named Brenda. I knew I, I, knew I was going to do that. Aloha to you. How are you today? I'm just fabulous, and thank you. Thank you. I feel very honored to be on your show. Thank you. So my first question, I sort of like to go back in history, and you know, I'm really curious about what causes people to get on certain paths. So what started you on the path as a healer, and was it your own uh, need to heal yourself or something else? 
I think it's always about us. You know, we're trying to find answers. And after a long marriage, an 18-year marriage, I felt like I needed to, you know, make up for lost time. I saw a movie called Defending Your Life, and um, it was with Meryl Streep. And yep. it was all about the fears that people have and how after they they die, they have to defend their life to get to the next level. And it just so hit home with me that I thought, mm-hmm. boy, I have a lot of catching up to do. And I just started right away with um, Tony Robbins' seminar and started firewalking and doing all these things that I thought, oh, my gosh, you can't do this. And then all of a sudden you're doing it, and then it opens up other doors. And from that point, after doing those those uh, firewalks, I, I became a race car driver. And it was a little, little... Um, kind of a, a voice inside that said I had always wanted to, to drive a race car, but I can't do that. How can I do that? And Tony teaches you if you can't, you must, and if you must, you will. So I called the Sears Point Raceway at that time in Sonoma and enrolled in the Grand Prix Road Racing course, and it turned into almost a 10-year career of doing stunt driving. And if I had never answered that little, you know, that little... um you know, idea in my stomach, I never would have had that opportunity or that experience. And then from there, you just keep, you know, you just keep going. And I still had fears, and I went into hypnosis and learning how to hypnotize myself and um, started getting training and going to Hawaii. I mean, it just, everything just kind of falls into place. In Hawaii, I met the Hawaiians who had done all this amazing healing work that they, you know, it was called Huna by Max Freedom Long because they were secrets that never were written down until he wrote them down into books so that we could, you know, see step by step how they did heal themselves and not have any mental illness. And I was fascinated with that. So that's really how yeah. that whole kind of timeline, I'm giving you a short version of yes. it, ending yes. up in Hawaii and hearing the chants and feeling totally transformed and then doing the Ho'oponopono process on myself, which has to be done daily. It's a cleaning process, just like you would brush your teeth every day. Yes. I just got a call today from a woman. Well, she emailed me first, and she had been using the Chant and Forgiveness CD and she had noticed just amazing differences in her relationship with her family. But then she wanted to talk to me deeper about it, so she called me. And we explained a little bit about how um, these are extensions of yourself, the people that you put down below you, the people you have inside. Mm-hmm. And when you forgive yourself through your higher self, then it unplugs the emotional cord that is attached to them and they float away and you get to meet with them again at a higher level. Well, her relationship with her son has improved, like she said, 200%. Wow. It's just like a dream come true that she's able to talk to him and and mend the wounds that she never knew why they were there, but she just Mm -hmm. kept cutting cords. She just kept dissolving and doing the CD and then it just transformed. That's That's wonderful. It's wonderful. I, you know, I wanted to talk about Huna a bit, but since we're on the topic of Ho'oponopono and on forgiveness, what is exactly Ho'oponopono? What does it translate into and why is forgiveness so important? Well, in modern terms, it can be called a relationship resolution process because 
what it does is it goes inside and it mends all of the the angst that we've been carrying with us from ancestors and from you know past anger we don't know why you know we're feeling this way and our buttons are pushed and so we get to go inside and together with our higher self we get to resolve that it means to make right right ho'o means to make and pono means right and you're mm-hmm. making it right two times and the Hawaiians, the ancient Hawaiians, would have a, a tradition of going out every night at sunset as a family, and they would do the ho'oponopono together. They would, they would, you know, mend their um, their angers or whatever they had been going on during the day as the sun went down, and so all of that negativity would just flow into the water as the sun would go down and melt it into something else. But now we have a modern-day way of doing it with ourselves, thanks to Morna Simeona. And she's the one that I learned this from. She died in 1992. She's considered um, Hawaiian's living treasure. Mm. And she passed it around the world, even teaching it in Washington, D.C., in, wow. in the capital. Wow. Wouldn't this help the whole world? Oh, yes. In terms of, you know, first, we, you know, we forgive ourselves, we forgive the people we know, and then, you know, nations forgiving nations, and, and, um, I'd love to, see, I have goosebumps right now, which always happens when something's the truth. Well, I think it's happening, Susan. I think when I st- started teaching this, you know, 15 years ago, nobody had really heard of it, and people would say huna who to me, you know, kind of make fun of it, but now it seems to be more fashionable to, to forgive. And I see people talking about it more um, openly because people's consciousness is is rising. Their consciousness mm-hmm. is elevating because we're being upgraded into a shift. Mm-hmm. No, I see that in my therapy practice as well. I do still have people who are really resistant to forgiving because they think that what it does is whitewash or say that yeah. what the person did to them is okay. But I notice in your materials, like on your website and so on, you say that you can help people forgive the unforgivable. Right. And well, when people say have, something about that. you know, these things like horrible, um, you know, atrocities done to them, it you're not necessarily condoning what they did to you. What they did to you is what they did to you. But how long do you want to fester with that and carry it through your lifetime? It's the same as the saying goes, I I don't know who said it, some great person said this, it could have been the Dalai Lama. Um, But if if you swallow arsenic and you expect your enemy to die, I mean, where is the sense in that? And that's so what your negativity and your resentment and your anger, it's poison. It's arsenic. You swallow it, and you're the one that suffers from it. You're so right. I say that to my clients all the time, that a lot of times the people that they're angry at or haven't forgiven have don't even have any idea that yeah. they feel that way. And so what it's doing, it's poison inside them. And um, I had a client... Um, die she was in fourth stage lung cancer when she came to me and realized towards the end of her life talking to me that she had stuffed down so much resentment and so much anger and unforgiveness towards practically everyone back to her childhood um, that she had participated in creating her illness yes and when you finally realize that then you kind of understand the brilliance of doing the for the cleaning process if you brush your teeth every day, you'll also clean the plaque of your soul. 
mm-hmm. and you're just unplugging. You're you're just unplugging and dissolving the way that you're looking at that situation presently. So you're forgiving yourself for holding on to it, just allowing it to you know to resolve on its own, letting them go, and then. As things change, you have more energy to be creative, to do something with, you know, what your soul has brought you here to do. That's really true. Have you used this in your life? Oh, over and over and over again. I mean, I was paralyzed um, shortly after, during when I was stunt driving. Um, I was an adrenaline addict, you know, adrenaline, mm-hmm. uh, constantly doing, you know, races and bikes and rollerblading, and I didn't know how to be still. Mm-hmm. And even though I was learning all these great healing techniques, we can still be very distracted. Yes. And so I would just keep going, keep going, and finally my back um, just said it's not supporting me anymore, and so I collapsed. Mm. And I was paralyzed. I had an MRI. The doctor said, you're not going to walk again unless you have surgery. These discs are blown, the nerves damaged. And I had been learning all this huna and forgiveness and reaching the higher self. And I thought, okay, let's see if this really works. So instead of the surgery, I, I was on codeine and I stayed on my bed and I let memories come up. Mm. And by breathing, doing the ha breath, which is going to be revealed in the book, the the ha ritual of bringing down the higher self and allowing that part to come in and literally healed me completely within four days. And I had to let memories come up. I had to get the learnings from them, Um, things that were just completely locked into my body. I had to find out what script I was carrying. Yes. And when you do this deeper work you want to see what are you really saying to yourself and for me i had been saying i can't be supported and mm. I that as a child all the way through just unconsciously thinking somebody else has to support me i can't support myself so when wow. you're talking to the unconscious as the unconscious is the computer listening to everything you say it's running your body and so eventually as i said i can't be supported it didn't support me anymore with my spine. Yeah, I hear that. That's a yeah. fantastic so story. So then I had to yep. finally just reverse that. Oh, thank yep. you. You know, putting my hand there. Thank you for remembering to support me. Thank you for regenerating. You have to change the languaging. But then also I was watching myself climbing trees again and mm. getting my unconscious very excited about being able to go from tree to tree. And you have to have a strong back to do that. Yes, we're going to so need to take. As a- I get, as the unconscious gets excited, then it sends that desire up to the higher self, and then all of the um, the negative thought forms are out of the way. So the pipeline is clear. It's like the Roto-Rooter had already come in with Ho'oponopono. So the desire to climb trees again reached the higher self, and that got dropped down inside. The higher self comes in, changes the DNA, and I was cleared. Wow, that's fantastic. We're going to need to take a break. This is really fascinating. We're with Melinda Farrell, and we will be right back. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel.
Join Patricia Raskin, the host of Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com, Monday, 11 Pacific. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call to Positive Living, Mondays at 11 Pacific Time, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Dr. Susan Allison is available online, by phone, and in person to help you heal whatever is no longer working in your life. You can go to her website at www.empoweredhealer.com or call her toll-free at 866-268-2121. Dr. Allison also has CDs and DVDs available on her website to empower you even more. You can listen to her voice guide you through meditations, visualizations, and exercises from her book, Empowered Healer. Her powerful book is available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Balboa Press, and from local bookstores. Begin today to gain the confidence, power, and ability to heal yourself. Visit EmpoweredHealer.com or call 866-268-2121. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. Be the change. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. We are held in the hands of the goddess. We are held, we are held, we are held. You are tuned in to the Empowered Healer Show with Dr. Susan Allison. If you wish to speak to Dr. Allison or her guests this week, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you can send an email to the Empowered Healer at Comcast.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Empowered Healer Show. I'm Dr. Susan Allison, and I have a fascinating guest with me today, Belinda Farrell, who is talking about healing, and she's been talking about Huna a bit, about Ho'oponopono, which is a forgiveness process, and she's been talking about her own healing of her body from paralysis. So it's been fascinating. I hope that you have listened to the whole segment so far. And Belinda has consented to give us a chant, to chant... Um, in Hawaiian, and then uh, tell us what it means after she chants. So, Belinda. Yeah, this is a chant for ultimate protection. And so just close your eyes, just take a deep breath. Hai noho ana ke akuyai kanai hele hele Oh, 
Wow. So this is a chant that asks for your higher self, also known as Kane, to come quickly from the top of our heads and move inside us to comfort and to soothe us, to give us just ultimate protection. And it's like spiritual food that continues to flow over us with the breath. And so it, it asks the breath to come towards us and satisfy us until we are fulfilled. And so we are as you are, as our higher self, and freed from fears so that all darkness is removed, bathing us only in the infinite rain of your light. Mm. Wow. I'm feeling beautiful. (laughs) It doesn't, and not only that, but I just feel, I feel really much more grounded now and centered and also I feel a peacefulness that I didn't feel before. The chants seem to reach into the cells of every being and it reaches there because English is too young a language. It, It just doesn't have the power that the ancient tonal patterns have. And so we speak the language of that music. It comes from the heart. And it, it translates, you know, to all people, making us mm. all connected as one. Mm. It's beautiful. And I'm curious about how long it took you to learn Hawaiian and to learn these chants. Well, I don't speak Hawaiian. I, I just speak the chants. I mm. was taught by the um, by a Hawaiian kumu, and I begged him. I literally begged him because I was just this white girl, you know, on on the island. I'm who am I to learn the Hawaiian, you know, these sacred chants? But I I just wouldn't go away. I I started learning the ipuheke how to drum, and so that's the double gourd drum that you'll hear in the CDs. And first started out doing the hula, and then just got carried into doing the drumming, and then finally the chanting with the drumming. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. Yeah, I love the picture of you on your CD with holding the drum. Yeah, it's and sacred. I slept with it for a while. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's a beautiful you. drum. You know, I'd love to hear more about Huna. And, for instance, if you can define Huna for everyone and what happens in a Huna healing session, like what, what goes on and how the chants are involved. You mentioned that you healed yourself using this, but I don't think it's probably clear to people what the process is. Well, it'll be made more clear in my book. You know, Mm -hmm. I've outlined it pretty much um, step by step by step, the recipe, Um, because at that time that's all I knew was how to clear through Ho'oponopono, how to clear the, the junk that that collected in our in our pipeline, just like you brush your teeth every day mm-hmm. so that you clean the plaque on your teeth. This is the plaque of the soul. So I would just do that and then then begin to give a message to the unconscious, which is in touch with the higher part of us. Um, once the pipeline is clear, then the unconscious, which is like a little child, gets excited. It's the emotional body. And so whatever you see yourself doing, whatever ailment you have, if you see yourself dancing or riding a horse again or backpacking in the, you know, in the wilderness, whatever that is, you are seeing yourself in a healthy form. So the unconscious grabs that, sees the healthy form, sends that up to the higher self, and I don't know how the healing occurs. 
It's mm-hmm. like, again, when, when we're doing reconnective healing, that's what attracted me to the reconnection and the reconnective healing because it was like we were dealing with these frequencies of the higher self. And they're so incredibly strong that they can heal the person mentally, emotionally, physically, or spiritually. Mm-hmm. And for me, the, the, you know, the change came in my physical body and everything was changed. Even my scoliosis that I'd been born with, you know, and, and lived in a brace for two years, that all cleared so that I was given an aligned spine. Wow. So, you know, it's like explaining, how do you explain the higher self doing this? It's like explaining physics to a two-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it is, it, I mean, it feels like a miracle, and it is a miracle on, on some level. Only because um, we don't yeah. understand how exactly. it works. Once, exactly. Once we'll learn how it, how it works, it'll become demystified. And exactly. everyone will be able to do it if they want to. Yes, I totally agree with you. Uh, in fact, I talk about this in my book, Empowered Healer, that we each have the capacity to be our own empowered healers and to heal ourselves again and again for a lifetime of self-healing. Yeah, I don't think you can teach healing. I think it has mm-hmm. to be something that you you accept and acknowledge and you step into. I've heard Eric Pearl talk mm-hmm. about an equation, and this could be the equation of this higher dimension that we step into. And then we're like little children yes. feeling and finding and listening to the light and information that comes in. And we stretch these frequencies that can be measured by scientists because there's a, they have a book out now called Science Confirms Reconnective Healing. And so it's, it's an actual, you know, phenomena that's going on. And we don't know how this is affecting the client, but our job is just to really feel and, and listen with a different sensibility among us. And then we just stretch these patterns wherever we find them and that person is getting the healing that they need and the farther away we go the stronger these vibrations are happening with them mm-hmm. do you ever combine all of this in other words you are a no. reconnective healer because i because i know that when, when i was trained as a reconnective healer we're just supposed to do that i absolutely treat this completely separate yeah Completely, completely separate. I do my cord cutting because that's my cleaning. It's like, you know, okay, we take a bath, we take a shower, I cut my cords, and then we go to work, you know. So when I go to work, when I go to work on a person, I feel like I'm coming in as clear as I can be because I've already done my little rituals. But you, but this isn't a technique. Reconnective healing is not a technique mm-hmm. at all. Again, that's what, you know, you have to really understand. There's there's nothing. I just stepped into, as I said, this equation. Yes. And, you know, what I love about the reconnection and Reiki as well is that we're not doing it. You know, there is an ego. I remember, you know, hearing Eric Pearl talk about that. You know, the ego is not part of it. You know, it's... Well, you're part of a trilogy, though. You're part yeah. of an equation. So you you do have to be there. Yeah. You know, because you're the one pulling and stretching these frequencies. Right. What I mean is, you know, and I've worked with a lot of shaman and, and other healers and so on, and sometimes there's an arrogance there, and sometimes yeah. there is like a, that they're doing it. And so what yeah. I mean is that I feel, I feel like a vessel or a hollow reed, yeah. and that the energy is coming down and through me. Absolutely. That's, that's what I meant. Like that's a, what like I meant. A, like a filter. 
Exactly. And it's, it's beautiful because there isn't anything else that, you know, you don't have to call in and da-da, and yep. you just observe. Exactly. You really just become very observant, yep. and the results have been phenomenal. I mean, you can't yes. promise people are going to get what they ask for, but perhaps they get something totally unexpected, yes. which is even more phenomenal. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. We're going to need to take a break, and we're here with Belinda Farrell, and we'll be right back. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Dr. Susan Allison is available online, by phone, and in person to help you heal whatever is no longer working in your life. You can go to her website at www.empoweredhealer.com or call her toll-free at 866-268-2121. Dr. Allison also has CDs and DVDs available on her website to empower you even more. You can listen to her voice guide you through meditations, visualizations, and exercises from her book, Empowered Healer. Her powerful book is available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Balboa Press, and from local bookstores. Begin today to gain the confidence, power, and ability to heal yourself. Visit EmpoweredHealer.com or call 866-268-2121. What are the benefits to combining modern science with ancient healing practices? For the answers, you'll want to tune into Frame of Mind with your host, Terry Sue. Each week, our program focuses on ways to live more holistically. By developing new ways of looking at our world, we can find ways to foster harmony and peace for the good of mankind and our planet. If we learn to live and think healthier, we begin to explore and focus on our strengths. Tune into Frame of Mind, Saturdays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. Be visionary. Be extraordinary. Be the change. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. are tuned in to the Empowered Healer Show with Dr. Susan Allison. If you wish to speak to Dr. Allison or her guests this week, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you can send an email to the Empowered Healer at Comcast.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone, to the Empowered Healer Show. I am Dr. Susan Allison, and I am talking with Belinda Farrell, who has been telling us about Huna, about Ho'oponopono. She chanted in Hawaiian, so I hope you heard all of that. And I was going to ask you, um, Belinda, just to explain what a session entails for people, um, just briefly in terms of a Ho'oponopono or Huna session, and um, maybe just briefly uh, what a reconnective healing session would be like. Okay. Um, I can do Ho'oponopono sessions over the phone, and that 
that is like taking people through the forgiveness process together with the ancient Hawaiian chants, which help to loosen any kind of stuck energy that's been embedded within the cells over generations and lifetimes. So that can be done over the phone. A HUNA session is more like training. There are symbols that I've been initiated into, and if a person wants to get to certain levels, then they have to come here physically and and work with me, and there's initiation process into these um, symbols. And mm-hmm. so I treat that very separately, very seriously. Yes, yes. And um, and the reconnective healing, of course, is separate. There's no chanting. It's just pure reconnective healing and the reconnection. And I'm on the website for the reconnection if people are in the Santa Cruz area. Um, I can do long-distance healing, but it's always better if you can come in person. Mm-hmm. And the reconnective healing sessions are about 40 minutes um, on the table, and it's hands-off healing. We don't yes. touch the the person. That's and right. then the reconnection is a two-day where, where drawings are traced on your acupuncture points, and that connects you back to this axitonal system and to the meridians of the earth. And you only do that once in a lifetime. That's right. That's right. You know, we have a caller. Um, Jody, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. And do you have a question for Belinda? Yeah, it's just um, sort of a general question on forgiveness. Um, sure. Kind of wondering why humans have such a hard time with it. Like, I'm just wondering why we keep doing something that is poison to us. It's it's just an addiction. It's another addiction. You know, some people are invested in the drama. And we have an ego, you know, that's very powerful. And the ego has had an investment in, you know, just getting you tied into thinking that you're worthless and not deserving. Mm-hmm. And so the more you can quiet the ego, and when I say quiet, not feed it drugs, alcohol, sugar, um, caffeine. Those are things that keep the ego alive and keep all that self-talk alive. And the more you can quiet it, the more you can take back your power and go inside and and just start guiding your unconscious, saying, okay, we're going to take a walk today, or okay, we're going to do this, some yoga, or we're going to take deep breaths today. You want to get your conscious mind and your unconscious mind to be buddies again. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So it really takes the strength of your spirit. How much do you want this? Because so many people, I mean, we have so many things out here distracting us from going inside. And it just takes a a commitment to say, well, I would really like to feel at peace. And so by doing that, you do have to go inside and do this little cleaning process and clean every day, just like you take a shower and and, and wash your teeth. Mm, It sounds like you are. If you're listening to this program, I applaud you for that. Well, thank you. I'll just listen from my computer now. <laughs> okay, okay, thanks, thanks for calling, calling. Jody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really a commitment for for people to finally become aware. Just like if they're in an abusive relationship, um, they finally say, you know, I'm I'm worth better than this, and they finally take a stand and they do something different that gets them in a different direction. It's all about our choices. We've heard that before. We sure have, and I liked how you addressed, in a way, you didn't say this term, but self-forgiveness. 
you know, because yeah. I think that we're all so awfully hard on ourselves. Right. And, you it know, when you do the, from that you little, um, you know, I'm not worthy. Yep. If you have a, if you have a little, you know, an, an ink of feeling not worthy, then you're going to draw all the things to prove to you that you're not worthy. You as a therapist, you know, I'm yep. sure understand that. Absolutely. And I do see people all the time in my family and friends as well as my clients right. who, um, you know, who, ha- who are just so hard on themselves and so unforgiving and beating themselves up. So and when you do this, the Ho'oponopono, you would always put yourself down below you and see that person, that unworthy person who is just a figment of your imagination. <laughs> really, it's just a story that you're carrying. And then you would breathe on her, just breathe on her from your higher self and then just offer, I love you, I forgive you, cut the cords or unplug from the way you're investing in her and see her float away. She floats mm. away. Mm. And I love that. And doing that enough until you finally don't have to do that anymore. Yeah, no, I love that because I know on the on the CD, and everyone should know that um, you can get – a in this wonderful CD on forgiveness um, from Belinda, when I was listening to it, a lot of it was about putting other people on the sta- on the on the stage. But you're saying we can put ourselves there. Yes, at the at the very end, we should put ourselves down below because the real of uh, the real one is up there on the platform, looking down at all these. They're they're just pieces of ourselves. That's all they are. Mm-hmm. What you see with your eyes. You have the seeds carrying the seeds. So the the whole purpose of Huna and, and Ho'oponopono is that you are taking responsibility yourself for carrying this. And when mm-hmm. you clean yourself, you will see the world through different eyes. Mm, so if somebody's got that problem and they're in your family and they're sticking you with this problem, clean yourself first and then watch them change. Wow. Yeah, because, you, you know, in terms of on an energy level, you are putting out there that energy in terms of your lack of forgiveness for them. Yeah, well, you know, also Dr. E. Hiliaka Lalan, whom everybody, I'm sure, has heard about because he he went to this institute um, criminally of the criminally insane in Hawaii, and he never saw a patient. He would just take their folders and look inside their folders and see how that was seated inside of him. So he would clean that part of himself that was them, and they were starting to get better. After three years, they closed down that hospital. Oh, my gosh. Responsibility. He took, this is Ho'oponopono. You take responsibility for everything that you see with your eyes. Wow. I love that. I love it. It is that that is the hard, you know, <laughs> reality of it is that we do have to clean ourselves, mm-hmm. and then That's the so- world will change. We will look at everything through different eyes. And you asked me to say how how can you get this? Um, my yes. website is www.hunahealing h u n a healing dot com, and there you can either get the CD or you can get an MP3 download. Or you can also go to Amazon, or you can also go to iTunes, and I can just type in my name, and it'll come up. But mm-hmm. I, I, if you come to my website and order the the CD, then the paperwork gets sent with that, which it doesn't get sent if you do those other things. 
I, you know, what can I say? I started out with a little cassette, how many, 15 years ago, and then it went to the CDs, and now we're, you know, we keep evolving, don't we? We certainly do, <laughs> and, trying, and trying to keep up with it all. I am. I'm pedaling as fast as I can. <laughs> I know. Social media, I'm telling you. So I wanted to ask about your book. So you have well, a book it's, coming it's out. A, still waiting to hear from some publishers. And, you know, again, I I know it's going to fall into the hands it's supposed to be in. So I can't really say much except that it it are, it's going to be simple ways to clean the plaque of your soul. And these are the missing links that people need to know of how to bring down their higher self. It's really a, to learn how to clean and to be in touch with your higher self. Yeah, and I mean, the title is about finding your joy. And well, because as a result of that, you just become happy for no reason. You know, you just, it's, I guess I got a little irreverent with the friggin' joy because it's about <laughs> just being in the moment. How do you how do you just be in the moment and not have to do anything? Not have to, you know, work hard at anything because yep. you're just joyful or happy to be alive. Wonderful. And so the book Find Your Friggin' Joy is <laughs> is finding a publisher and um we're all looking forward to it coming out um because I think you said you you talk about Huna in it, and you talk about Ho'oponopono, and you 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 have the whole process clearly yes, explained. Yes, and I also have my racy past in there too. That's how I got to this because I was you know I was an actress and I you know just had some moments. So yeah. there are things there that are revealed that you know just lead up to the person that you've become today. We, we can't yeah. um, can't avoid it. No, and it sounds to me, though, I mean, this is what I'm seeing in my own life, that every single thing you did, you know, being a race car driver, being an actress, um, being in Hawaii, that every single thing has led to who you are now and has been important in your process. Well, they're, they're just stories, you know. They're mm-hmm. just stories, and hopefully the stories will continue and the experiences the enriched experiences will continue because we are being upgraded. And this is very exciting. Our DNA is changing and we're allowing ourselves to recognize, you know, what we, what we see and feel and we're giving ourselves permission to, to step into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want to, I want you to say more about that after our break to talk about our DNA. And I've been hearing this from a lot of people on, on my shows. The reactivation of the DNA, the the spiral, the the rising up of us as as evolutionary humans, and um, just becoming more than we are uh, yeah. now. So um, we're going to take a break, and we will be right back with Belinda Farrell, who is a Huna practitioner, reconnective healer, and many more things. And she will share uh, a bit more when we return. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Is there a difference between dream work and intuition? The relationship is closer than you think. These are mutually supportive concepts. 
When you dream, your intuition serves as a foreshadow of the future and can bring rapid results through dream analysis. Tune in to The Partnership of Intuition and Dreams with your host, Dr. Marcia Emery. Explore this unique relationship and learn to understand how the symbolism of dreams can be clarified. Listen every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Dr. Susan Allison is available online, by phone, and in person to help you heal whatever is no longer working in your life. You can go to her website at www.empoweredhealer.com or call her toll-free at 866-268-2121. Dr. Allison also has CDs and DVDs available on her website to empower you even more. You can listen to her voice guide you through meditations, visualizations, and exercises from her book, Empowered Healer. Her powerful book is available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Balboa Press, and from local bookstores. Begin today to gain the confidence, power, and ability to heal yourself. Visit EmpoweredHealer.com or call 866-268-2121. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. You are tuned in to the Empowered Healer Show with Dr. Susan Allison. If you wish to speak to Dr. Allison or her guests this week, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you can send an email to the Empowered Healer at Comcast.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to the Empowered Healer Show. I'm Dr. Susan Allison, and my guest is Belinda Farrell. And before the break, we were talking about tapping into higher frequencies. We were talking about evolving as um, really highly conscious humans. And uh, during the break, Belinda and I were talking about the dolphins. And uh, she uh, has an amazing uh business, whatever you want to call it, in Hawaii where she gathers people together to swim with the dolphins and talk to us about this. Well, I mean, you're talking to someone who was scared to death of water all my life. I never even went in swimming pools, and I'm sure they were drowning, past life drownings. But doing the huna in Hawaii, I was always brought to the water, right? I would take classes, look out, see this big body of ocean. But I was even so afraid when I was doing my stunt work and with Tony Robbins, I didn't even tell him that I had this fear of the water. But when the higher self started to come down inside through this activation, through the huna, um, dolphins and whales started coming into my psyche, and they started invading my dreams. And I'd wake up in the morning and I'd have this urgency to want to be out there with them, even though I was scared to go into the water. But they were pulling at me to go. So finally I uh, had a friend, um, Doug, who uh, still has bruises on his arm from where I embedded my nails into his skin as <laughs> we were going out. But we went out there um, and I was able to hear the whales 
under the water. I mean, I could hear them, mm-hmm. you know, singing under the water. Didn't see any dolphins the first day, but I had overcome the fear of the wave and had gone out there. And then the next time I went out, I was met by two bottlenose dolphins who just couldn't, they just right in front of me were sonaring me and just mm. betting some kind of download. But when I went back to my to land I was sleeping for like 6 7 hours and then I was I was hooked and so mm. I started going out and being more you know adventuresome I guess to take the life belt off of myself and and um you know cuz I was scared to death of the water mm-hmm. um, but then the water became just the opposite it's fear is just false evidence that appears real anyway and so I, it, I changed it. Instead of being something afraid of, I just started feeling nurtured by it. And the Hawaiian waters are are very warm and they're very relaxing and the salt holds you up. So I, I just started being more relaxed and I had a friend um, who said, let's, let's take other people. I'll be your facilitator. And then all these seminars started to be born. And so for 10 years, I took people and would take them out from shore, no boats, and we would call in the wild dolphins. Mm-hmm. And we always had dolphins. I do this today. I now take just one person a week at a time, and we just have this amazing connection with these dolphins who sonar you in the water. And they see you as a, it seems like they see you as a piece of sheet music. And you're just out of sync, kind of dissonant. So they're wanting to put you back into harmony. And you can't hold on to the fears or the sadness or any of that. It just, you become one like them in this theta pattern where you're just melodic and your heart opens and oh, it's just, um, it's pure bliss. So it's, that's my drug. That's my mm. drug of choice. I have to go every year and share this with other people. It's amazing. It is amazing. You know, when you and I met, I shared with you that I also uh, swam with dolphins in Kona. Yes, and you it, it was yes. it was a, it was the peak experience of my life. And right. um, you know, I told you how I just was floating on my back and just feeling the energy and sat up, and they were in a ring around me. And oh, it that's, was that's incredible. Un- and they unbelievable. Will you know, from any danger out there, too, you hear all kinds of stories where dolphins have helped people who, you know, couldn't make it in, and they would just, you know, help them, and they've helped me when I've had some, um, you know, experiences out there. They've always, you know, formed this ring of protection, and they're just amazing. And the whales as well. I had to go to Tonga uh, to swim with the humpback whales where it's legal there to get in the water and actually be next to them. And I had one whale come under me and put me on his nose and balance me on his nose. I was a little bit frightened at that point, but <laughs> wow. it was gentle, as gentle. Cause they're the gentle giants, the gatekeepers of our planet. Yes, they are. Um, you know, when you were talking about sonar and talking about sort of making us right and, and what what exactly is happening in terms well, of the energy? The, the dolphins and the whales have no beta patterns. They don't have the self-talk that humans are encumbered with. So they, again, just want to move that aside. And I guess the sonar just completely washes it away so that all you have is this unconditional love that that they share with us. 
So you're accessing that deeper variety version of yourself. Mm. I recently attended um, a workshop with J.J. Hertek at the San Francisco Expo, and he wrote The Keys of Enoch, The Book of Knowledge, and he shared some tones that he and his wife um, recorded when they were in the pyramids of Egypt. And when I was listening back to these tones, they're the sounds of the whales, and they're the sound of the very beginning of my CD that I have the EO chant. Um, the EO. That was what was in the pyramids. And it just, I just chuckled at that, at how ancient, you know, we go back, we're trying to figure all this stuff out, and it's just all the answers are in the ancient teachings. Wow, that is amazing. It's amazing. So do you teach the Hawaiian chants to anyone? Is that part of of your your work? In the CD enchantment, there's an eight-page booklet within that CD um, where the chants are written out and the, you know, the meanings are there, the interpretation of it. Um, again, it's a study. It's like studying any language. I mean, nobody really taught me. I listened to the chants and listened mm-hmm. to them and listened to them. And then finally, if the chant wants you, it'll grab you. Yes. It just grabs you. And then it's part of your DNA, and then you can't not chant. Mm-hmm. So I, that's, yep. um, it grabbed me when yep. I was in Hawaii, and it just became a part of me so that I feel uh, protected. I mean, even when I'm in an airplane, I wrote this in the book, there's one chant that, that changes the weather. And if there's any kind of turbulence, I just start, you know, chanting that under my under my breath, and then it seems as though everything just, you know, gets peaceful again. Mm-hmm. You know, you're right about the CD. I was just listening to the Enchantment CD today, and there's certain ones that just sort of resonate with my spirit. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I want to, I, I just want to keep listening to that one. It was very interesting uh, that there were a couple like that. Yeah, well, the the one that I did, um, that I chanted on, on the radio, mm-hmm. is the one that calls the higher self in. It's at the very beginning, and then it's also uh, after Chapter 9. Wonderful. And you hear the breathing that comes yep. in between, you know, to bring down the higher self. Wonderful. We are out of time. Belinda, I could talk to you forever, but I want to thank you for being on the show. I've loved oh, every minute. Honor. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you, all of you, for listening to the Empowered Healer Show. Next week, I am thrilled, beyond thrilled, to have Barbara Marks Hubbard on my show. I've admired her forever. And she'll be talking about her latest book, 2012 and Beyond. Hope you'll join me. And until then, this is Dr. Susan Allison wishing you much joy. Thank you again for listening to the Empowered Healer Show. Please join your host, Dr. Susan Allison, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. 
Until then, have an empowering and fulfilling week. We are held in the arms of the goddess. We are held, we are held.